Hello friends and welcome to Beating Business Bullies, a place where we find empowerment to make final financial decisions with confidence and bravery. Today I was going to go into statistical analysis and discuss um, betting stats and how uh, percentages are used in the marketplace, but I think that today with um, what's going on in the world, I thought I would bust into a little bit of the statistical, statistical analysis of the COVID virus and kind of relative to what's happened in the past, other pandemics, um, kind of really look at what we're looking at from a growth of um, expectation of a uh, number of people who are going to be infected and when it can start kind of going down. So what I've done is I took a look at um, kind of all the cases across the, across the world and then by country, you know, there's 10 countries or so that make up 90% of the spread right now, you know, China, Italy, Iran, South Korea, Spain, Germany, France, United States, Switzerland, and the UK. You add those up, that's 90% of the world as far as the number of cases. Um, so they're centralized, they're centralized in those 10 places. And then if you even look even deeper, you can say that China, Italy, and Iran, those three locations... make up 65% of the, the numbers. Now when you start taking a look at our total population as, a, as the world, so the world population is about 7.75 billion people. We have 156,000 cases of the virus right now. So that's 0.0002% um, of the world population. Just to give you kind of some relativity to what that means, um, from a population standpoint, if you look back at some of the pandemics, whether it be the 1918 flu, where you're talking about, you know, 33% of the world population being affected by this. So you can see why the extreme measures that are being taken, you know, currently we're at 0.002%. Um, we've seen pandemics get to 33%, um, but the same style where it's transmitted through bodily fluids, um, you know, whether it be the flu, the swine flu, the regular flu, um, the coronavirus, they're all viruses. They're going to be transferred. They're going to be handed from one person to another, coughing, sneezing, wiping, and then wiping on your face, getting into your nasal capacity, and then getting down into your lungs. And that's where the respiratory failure and starts happening. So the reason that we're being the way we are from a government standpoint and from a um, world standpoint, whether it be sporting events or you know trade shows, whatever it might be, limiting the number of people that can be affected mass, where you go from affecting one person to affecting 10,000 people, the 10,000 people becomes a million, becomes two billion. You can see how quickly it spreads. Um, so the quarantining, the not gathering in large locations, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to make sure that the rate of total affected stays under 0.1%. You know, right now, again, it's at 0.002%. The death rate of the cases sits at about 3.727%. So just under 4%. So four of every 100 people that are getting sick um, are, are passing away. You dig that into that even deeper, 80% of that um, are over 65. So you're looking, again, where they talk about the elderly, or those who have um, autoimmune or 
even addicted to heroin, addicted to opiates, um, anything that is making your immune system not work or not be strong. Um, so whether you're because you're <laughs> using heroin and your immune system is at really, really, really low, or you're 85 years old and your immune system is really, really low, you're more susceptible to the virus, not being able to fight it, and then as it prolongs, it gets into your lungs, fills your lungs full of fluid, and they can't, you can't breathe, period. So back to the stats. So we start looking at the overall case. So they're like, all right, we've got 7.75 billion. We could, if it went to 33%, have two and a half billion people. So we look at that as like, okay, worst case scenario, we don't do anything. We continue to go about our business, flying everywhere, going to big, big community events, um, whatever it might be. And we can see that 33%. We've seen it in the past. Some other ones that are of note. So you got the 1889 flu, talking about 20 to 60% infected out of the 1.5 billion, talking about 900 million people out of 1.5 billion, the million people dying. That's what it can get to. So they start looking at the stats, what it could be. So let's take a look. China now has seen their, their cases going down. So they're kind of peaking at this rate of total affected of about 0.006%. United States right now, we're at 0.001%. So they're looking at that stat saying, okay, China is now on the downside. They're starting to shrink on the number of people um, that are getting the new virus relative to what it was. They can see it on the downside. <clears throat> so we look at it and say, look, we're at 0.001. That means that we have 600% growth left. Six times as many people. So we can go from 0.001 to 0.006. And hopefully that's the peak or we get less of that peak because we're doing more um, to stop it. Italy's at 0.035% right now. Population of 60 million people. They have almost 10 times the number of people infected. So they hit it slow in the, in the, in the north part of Italy. They didn't, um, they didn't stop what they were doing. They didn't close down, quarantine, and their rate might get quick might be might be more than China's rate death rate in the United States so we look at another thing we look at, okay what is our death rate today and then you know we're at 2.2 percent however our recovery rate is only two percent so we're still in the early stages we're 0.001 infected we know that we can have six times as many people get still infected right now our death rate is at 2.2 percent but we still have 96% sick. So 96% of the people that have um, coronavirus in the United States are sick. 2% have died, 2% have recovered. Right now, China, 81% have recovered. So that's why we start looking at that. That's why 0.06, that kind of infected rate, it's gonna kind of plateau there is because you know, of all the cases they have, almost 82% of them are recovered. There's only 15% sick still. So they'll be quarantined. The chances of those 15% being able to spread out is gonna be you know, less and less and less. So you can see how they've kind of taken the statistics of say China, what they've gone through, Italy, what they've gone through, Iran, the acceleration rate of how quickly it became infected, and then what the quarantine has done to limit the number. 
But again, when they talk about we're still in the very beginning stages of it, the reason we're in the beginning stages of it is because 96% of the people who have it are still sick. They're still carrying it. And that's why we're at that 96% sick rate will drive up that death rate right now. It's 2.2%. We see in Italy at 6.8, but we've seen it normalize across the world at 3.7, 4%. We start looking at relativity, that 4%. Right now, it's really high relative. You know, the 1918 flu only had a 3%. So we look at this as a, we also look at this that that rate will go down quite a bit because um, once that number of infected rate goes up, the mortality rate will go down because right now we've got a ton of people that are sick that are probably just gonna have regular, you know, that regular two to week flu where you just feel sick, feel like crap, you stay at home, you relax, and you pass it through. You drink tons of water, and you just get your body to pass it through with your immune system and do vitamin C, and you just get the regular flu. You know, what you don't want to do is get sick and then go out there and then get someone who's 80 years old sick. And that's why we're quarantining ourselves. That's why we're staying away is because we know that when it gets into the 80-year-olds, 80, 80 you know, you just start seeing like 8 9% death rate. So, what does it all mean? <laughs> when you start throwing stats at you, you're starting to try to figure out, like, what is the possibility of me getting this? Um, the chances of it getting coronavirus are pretty low. I'm talking 0.006. When you're talking about the regular flu, the chances of you getting the regular flu are more like 11%. Huge difference. Chances of it getting are way higher. The chances of dying are way lower on the typical season of flu. The mortality rate is pretty high for coronavirus. Um, and that's you know that's the that's why they're being so um, strict with it. If you have, you know if you have four percent, it stays at four percent. And you have the infection rate of thirty three percent, like the nineteen eighteen flu. You could have a hundred, two hundred million, two hundred fifty million people die. And not have anything, to, not, not any way to be able to, from a healthcare standpoint, take care of that many people. We're being taxed right now. Italy is being taxed. China was taxed. They had to build multiple hospitals overnight. So you start looking at why are we quarantined? Well, we're looking at the stats and we're saying, look, based upon what we've done in the past, based upon the numbers of people in the population and based upon the infection rate, this is what could happen. So if we limit ourselves from passing, because it's just passing fluids from one person to another, you quit passing fluids from one another, you quit passing the, the disease. It's over. The quicker you do that, less likely it's going to pass. So that's why the, the hysteria, and that's why there's people who are saying, oh, well, there's more people who die of the seasonal flu. 650,000 people will die from the flu. Um, currently, right now, we're somewhere already that way in the 2019. We have 800 million people infected with the flu worldwide. 800 million relative to... 156,000, but again, death rate 3.7%, flu less than 
0.03%. Huge difference. Big difference in the mortality rate. That's why it's being taken so serious. Just think about that. You're talking about 0.03% for the swine flu, 0.1% for the seasonal flu, 4%. It means it's 40 times more likely to die from it, going from 0.1 to 4. So, take it serious. Look at the stats. Understand what you're looking at. Understand why that is the way it is. <clears throat> Just take precautions. And again, if we're using common sense, and we're thinking about our statistical, we say that quarantining ourselves and going outside less is going to be... The, uh, get less chance of the rest probability of getting it. Why are we going out in droves in the rain? See people standing in the rain for an hour and a half to get into Costco. So you're standing out in the rain letting your immune system deplete. So you can go buy toilet paper that you don't need. Use our common sense. Quarantine ourselves. Stay inside. If we're outside... Don't get within a foot of somebody. Don't get somebody where they can spit on you or they can sneeze on you or cough on you. Don't put yourself in that position. So again, it looks like from a timing perspective, um, we're going to have at least 10 or 15 more days of, you know, the, kind of this quarantining where we can kind of see ourselves peak out where we get to that from that 0.001% to the 0.6%, 0.06%. And, you know, hopefully we get to the, the point where we only have 20,000, maybe 15,000 cases um, rather than 80,000 like there is in China. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Vitamin C. Wash your hands. Happy birthday. Twice, 20 seconds. Other thing, wash your fingers. People are just washing their palms. Washing their palms. Wash your fingers. Hit each finger. Quit touching your face. Quit rubbing your eyes. If you rub your eyes, consciously think, stop rubbing my eyes. Don't be one of the statistics. Don't be one of the sick rates, one of the, one of the death rates. Um, hopefully this is landing with you. Hopefully this... Is a quick little synopsis of what's going on in the world today. We're using statistics so you can understand why they're talking about what we're going to grow to, how many people will be infected, how long it is before we start seeing a decline. All we're using is data, empirical data. We're looking at China as the baseline because they're on the downswing. So everything kind of looks at that. That is the worst case scenario from a percentage standpoint. And then we just use our own population. You know, there's 1.4 whatever billion people in China. There's 330 million people in the United States. So... We take the relative percentages, relative growth rates, and then we can look at time and say, okay, for the next two weeks, we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. But it could take a year before um, it eradicates and we don't see any more coronavirus. Could be a whole year. So hopefully this landed. If it didn't, please provide some feedback. Um, have an amazing night and stay safe.